Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode <laughs> of season five. <laughs> uh, this week's episode is a Coffee Talk episode. If you are just joining us and you aren't familiar with Coffee Talks, Coffee Talks are short in-between episodes where we read your user-submitted stories, hang out with friends, talk about witchy pop culture, or chat with you about what's going on uh, in our personal practices. on witchy. Thanks, babe. <laughs> but if you want to be featured on Coffee Talk, you can email us at submission at coffeeandcauldrons.com, or you can send us your submission on our website, coffeeandcauldrons.com. You can send us your tips, your ghost stories, and we love ghost stories. Please send them. Or any kind a funny story you think the community would love to hear and be sure to let us know if we can share your name or if you prefer to stay anonymous your social media usernames are also a great way to get credit and also also we now have a voicemail service where you can leave us a voicemail and tell us with your voice your story which is so exciting (laughs) very exciting but if you'd like to do that our number is 351 207-0799. Yes. Please send us your stories. We did get a couple over the break, which we're very excited to listen to, but um, we want to hear more. But don't forget, both options are totally available if you don't want to leave a voicemail and you want to type out your story. We just thought it might be easier for people. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's for those people who like voice notes. And for those of you who uh, aren't familiar with our Patreon or familiar with the classes that we host on Patreon, we do have a class coming up this the 28th of January. It will be at 3 p.m. Eastern time and it's going to be hosted by Rachel Henderson and it will be on craft magic. We had Rachel on the podcast. What was it like two months ago? Yeah, something Um, like that. I think it was last month, was it? I don't know. I, no, we didn't have any guests last month. Time is so weird. it would have been November. <laughs> um, so if you you listen to Rachel's episode, you were like, "Wow, love that." Well, guess what? She's hosting a class, and that is for the library tearing up. So we would love to have you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think our classes are pretty amazing. So I do too. We have some yeah. really amazing uh, lecturers on there, so we are very yeah. blessed. And if in you that join, nature. you get the backlog of them all because we you record do. them. Um, you so. do, which is so good. So good. <laughs> um, okay, so this episode, we're kind of just going to talk about what we've been doing. Maria and I have not recorded since the end of November. Um, so we just thought we'd kind of have a little catch up amongst ourselves and bring you along. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, I know that you did absolutely nothing in December. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't even do one thing. Um, it was really <laughs> pathetic. Oh. Let's, um, I mean, I can tell everybody what happened, but if I do tell you what happened, I'm going to preface this right now with a trigger warning. Um, I am going to talk about surgery, childbirth, and light conversations on dying. <laughs> so if that's not something you want to hear, I would skip ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, lay it on us. Um, so I did have my second child in the middle of last month, which was so great. When we did the, the last episode, angel. it was a guess as to whether or not I was going to have the baby by the time that <laughs> that episode had come out. And I did. I had the baby about a week before that episode came yeah. out. Um, 
so as all of you are aware at this point, I did keep it a total surprise that I was pregnant. Um, and I was effectively dying the last two months. And that is not the usual Robin hashtag exaggeration. Um, I was not doing well. Uh, I did end up having to get an emer- well, not an emergency C-section, but a C-section because a uh, baby was sat in my body in the most psychotic way where I could not walk. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, and I did have to get a C-section and it was the most insane experience I've ever had in my entire life. And as somebody who has had both a vaginal birth and a cesarean, I felt this way beforehand, but I am now with just my full chest saying anyone who says that C-sections are the easy way out can suck my asshole. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That was a crazy experience. They literally, you're laying there and they're making soup out of your organs. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can feel everything, but there's there's no no pain with it. (laughs) So it's like a weird, it's very bizarre. I've never experienced anything like it and I probably never will again. It's like, I don't know how to just, it's literally like an out of body experience. Like you can Mm -hmm. feel all the pressure of things like moving and hands being in your body and like all that, but you don't feel any pain associated with it. So it's really bizarre. It's like they're making soup out of your body. And like in my particular case, as my darling spouse takes our newborn baby out of the room to go skin to skin. The doctors Mm -hmm. say to each other, we can't get her organs back in. And we both went, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) And it was in that moment that they plunged me with anti-anxiety medication that I knocked out for the next hour. (laughs) No recollection of anything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I'm healthy. Babies. Well, I'm (laughs) sick right now, but I healed fine. (laughs) Baby's fine. I did get a cold the day before I went into surgery and I was coughing um, in surgery and with a fresh abdominal wound (laughs) only to get COVID this week. Mm. So we are just Valentine household is vibing on a different level right now. Oh no. But otherwise we're okay. Everything went okay. My the baby's beautiful. They're wonderful. Mm-hmm. It will be exactly like it was with my firstborn, where we don't share things like faces, genders, names. Um but yeah. for those of you who have wondered, because I have had questions, my firstborn, my godson named Smokeball. Um, my second born, my godson is obsessed with Harry Potter right now. Um <laughs> So the baby's nickname is Ronald. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. Um, I asked I asked them why Ronald specifically. And he said, I don't know. I just really like that name. And I went, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, Isn't there also like a penguin? And was it an adventure time or is it Animal Crossing named Ronald? I cannot remember. Mm, I but... don't recall that, but... Honestly, but my brain is made of literal jello cute. right now, so <laughs> that means nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody's healthy and safe, and yeah, we're adorable. Yeah, we're feeling very good. We're feeling so good that I'm even back to doing tarot readings, which is really exciting. I opened my shop back up, and I'm going to do um, my oils. I'm going to start taking pre-orders for those next week, I think. So, what's Robin is saying is that she is operates in an inhuman level. <laughs> 
internet, people would not be able to do that right after. I really feel like I rested, though. I really do. Like, for me, for for me, can we admit that for me, I rested really well? Uh, yes, but... For me. <laughs> like, I mean, you're not wrong, but for me, I've taken such a break, like, where I'm like, okay, I need to do something now. I don't know. Um, I guess my old Victorian ass is like... Mm-hmm. I feel like you right now. I honestly feel like a withering Victorian ghoul. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I had a surgery. It's and a vibe, a isn't it? I had a cough and now I've got the COVID. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to a day in the life. <laughs> it's beautiful. I, it's sexy. It's what everyone like, aspires to. Yeah. I feel like I'm dying um, at all times, but I also feel like I have, I am dead. So I really feel like that's capturing the Victorian essence, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I missed you so much. I became you. Um, <laughs> hate that for you but (laughs) it's always good to be missed (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna start saying stuff like i've got a real case of the morbs Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness what have you been doing let's talk about you who cares about me and my stupid baby Uh, I do. Oh my gosh. And I'm the person that actually gets to see videos and photos. And you all should be very jealous. Very jealous of the QP household. Anyway. We have a QP household. Although this one looks exactly like my husband. And I'm a little offended. I'm a little offended. You said that about smoke ball. I mean, that's true. But the difference is is this is a literal copy paste. (laughs) Where, like, my first They smile. And then they're gonna smile, and it's gonna be you. Smokeball looked like Frank with like little features here and there, where I was like, Mm -hmm. "Ugh, you look like your dad." And then the new (laughs) one, the new baby, Ronald. Um, Ronald looks exactly like Francis in every single way, and I'm just like, I was cut up on a table like the movie Alien for you, okay? Like (laughs) this is rude. (laughs) Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Back to you. I'm so sorry. I I no, no, sidetracked. No, no. Like you went through something major, and all I did was like you know holiday stuff, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> which was a lot of fun. Like um, I took like I don't know two to three weeks off of social media mostly. I love that besides, for you. Um, typing up some things for threads, um, but oh no, it was actually. I don't know. Last month was pretty busy with like all the kitchen witchery that was happening, and then like oh. doing um, <laughs> our very late boxes for the spellcasters. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was such a disaster! That was such actually a disaster. So for anybody who is um, a Patreon member who stuck with us when we had a real mishap last month with the boxes. Thank you so much because that was crazy. That was crazy for us, and we're. Not the mm-hmm. ones who are expecting a box to show up in the mail. Yeah. So yeah. thank you for sticking with us because that was crazy. Like for real. We were really scrambling to make that not be so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly. It was it was very stressful. But other than the stress, I mean the holidays were super great. Like I felt I always love the holidays because it's like that whole family togetherness thing and, you know, enjoying the labor of all the hard work that goes into like the winter solstice and goes into Christmas and Christmas Eve because I, of course, like have a theme for all of those nights and big meals that I make and um, yeah. 
but it's nice seeing you know my family enjoy it and stuff like that and yeah. you know doing family rituals and stuff together it was just it was just very very nice and then um i've been reading a whole bunch both witchy and non-witchy um but I'm currently, like, I've been rereading uh, Sydney Brennan's book, um, Entering Hecate's Cave. And I've been, like, actually doing the exercises in it and everything. And I've been really enjoying, like, it's basically a book on shadow work. But instead, like, of just working with shadow work in general, you're working with Hecate, which makes sense. Because, you know, with her being a crossroads goddess and stuff like that and being a torchbearer, you know yeah the whole shadow work aspect definitely fits um but yeah and i've just been doing all that stuff and really enjoying myself and my practice like it's definitely been like i've been in hermit mode where to say the absolute least <laughs> yeah like i've been just keeping to myself reading and doing like little spells for myself and not really um well currently i'm reading salt and broom um fiction wise um but i'm still going through hecate's cave but i just got done with starling house a um fiction book and that was so good like what a great book i actually think that you would like it i'll yeah. give it a try would i actually like it or would this be like when everybody was like read akatar and then i read it and i was like i hate this <laughs> <laughs> I can't relate. That's one of my favorite series. Oh my god! <laughs> listen, uh, listen, everybody. So, for those of you who don't know, Patreon on our Patreon, we have a Discord, and within that Discord, we have a multi-tiered book section. We have book talk. We have a book club, or the book club we read witchcraft books every month. We have a book talk where we talk about all kinds of book, and then there is the sub book smut club. Okay. Mm book talk has been talking about the akatar series for what the last two years something like that non-stop longer than that you think oh yeah and everybody's like oh it's so good oh it's so good you have to read it you have to read it so finally i was like you know what i am gonna read this book i'm gonna read it i hate it i want tamlin dead i think he's the worst but but okay spoiler everyone like jump ahead like 30 seconds <laughs> he's supposed to be the worst <laughs> uh, i know that but like i don't understand how <laughs> you could read i don't understand how you could read the first book so i again flash forward 30 I seconds if you don't want any spoilers because i'm on book two characters i'm on i'm on book them. two so flash forward 30 seconds if you want no spoilers <laughs> on in book two we know that he's a dick right but in book one where she was like i'm in love and love cures everything i'm like how why he's stood there being a total like asshole who's removed himself from anything that has to do with you and you're like i love I him think it's because it's the only person who's ever like cared for her and done uh, obviously on a toxic level but right. you know she's had a care for herself and her sisters for so long that she you know just like it's her first love and we all know how toxic her first love that's is that's so embarrassing oh, loves me and it you it's know it's like so embarrassing a realistic depiction of beauty and the beast it's literally so embarrassing um couldn't be me <laughs> i <Yeah>. just uh, <laughs> 
I, I truly I'm sat back and I'm like oh my god girl you're getting chased by a giant fucking worm okay and like this man has just stood there not even making eye contact with you raise the bar bitch <laughs> raise truly. the bar and then he proposes truly. and you're like this is a good idea actually what? he loves me so much he okay spoilers okay, okay. Fun. <laughs> he loves me so much that he won't make eye contact with me while I'm being abused and murdered. He loves me so much that I am literally festering from a wound that I'm going to die and he will not help me. But he does find the time to pull me to a side room to try to fuck me where we can both get killed. Wow, yes. he loves me so much. Piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> we hate him. What a what a tampon. My phone in the chat keeps auto-correcting him from tamlin to tampon and i've just stopped correcting it like oh my yes. god that's yes. fine yes 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 <laughs> that makes we hate sense. him we do we really hate him i just think he's such a douche <laughs> <laughs> yeah agree agree <laughs> but don't worry don't worry don't worry it, I'm it's, worried. It's gonna feel really good in the next few books. Anyways, anyways, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, but, I'm like I'm about halfway through the second book, so I well, still got it a little won't hit until like I got a little third, journey to go so, through. But my favorite yeah. part about the second book is that we've essentially forgotten that tampon exists, and I'm like, <laughs> that's great, <laughs> good. Don't worry, he's like he's like fungus. Just when uh, you think you got rid of it, <laughs> somebody get the vinegar. <laughs> oh my goodness so then okay my question to you in terms of this year is what are your resolutions what are your plans do you have witchy goals etc etc honestly i i i think i did really well last year with the things that i wanted to do and i wanted to accomplish obviously you know there was um stuff beyond my control and when i let like my you know, phone addiction, Ergo, get a hold of me. See <laughs> the Victorian ghoul mentioned earlier yeah, in the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I definitely, I want to get out in nature once again, as much as possible, like um, weekly hiking trips around us if possible. And just, and then journaling more, especially out in nature, because I really enjoyed starting that last year before um, it got too cold to actually go out there. And I say cold, but I mean, it just, South Carolina is not, in my opinion, very attractive in winter. <laughs> it's very hmm, sad, sad. And you can see like freeways and stuff through the trees. It's, it's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine if it like the woods and stuff are very well covered but no otherwise for now we're just kind of staying away so i'm waiting until spring to finally get out there and enjoying it all again and i really want to keep studying and reading more and now since like um recently i was reintroduced to the tarot book by barbara um 
Walkers. I think mm-hmm. that was the last name that I told you about. And then you freaking showed me that like <laughs> unlocked, like, unlocked a childhood a memory. memory. Like a huge <laughs> memory. Uh, Crone's Book of Magical Words. Like this is like this is gonna be my whole personality now. I went at I bought it. About to be a 1970s. I am. Is she problematic? Probably not. Uh, book oh, no, I looked it up. She's good. She's good. <laughs> no, no, I meant you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but like oh, I don't know. Like I really like um, wordcraft when it comes to spell work and. Oh no! I just forgot how beautifully like written the spells are in here, and like I don't know. I kind of wish spell books were still kind of written like that. Like I feel like we're we over explain things because we feel like we have to over explain and explain like every ingredient, explain mm-hmm. like um, why you're doing something, and it kind of takes the you know research and stuff out. Oh no! I I feel like it kind of like dumbs down the material a little bit does that make sense yeah no i think it totally does i also think that it's really good to go back and read old books in general even if they have like problematic tendencies within them um because i think it's important to understand the evolution of like this social conversation around witchcraft um because especially in the 20th century there has been massive evolutionary shifts (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's important to understand where we came from to understand better where we are now it doesn't mean that we need to read it and be like hmm I do think this appropriative thing is good (laughs) and I will incorporate it instead we can say wow that was really appropriative this is where we've evolved from that I think I have found more appropriative stuff in like the stuff from modern stuff the same (laughs) me fucking too way more so listen I'm gonna be a hater I'm gonna be a hater the books that have come out in not all of them I want to preface that there's been some really amazing books that have come out in the last few years Mm -hmm. but the books that have come out like especially post like covid yeah there have been so many books that have come out where i'm like who is your editor did right? you get this peer-reviewed right? this is not okay <laughs> um, there have actually been books that i've been sent that again, i just don't not share all the books honestly wouldn't even say the majority of the books but yeah. there's been a noteworthy percentage of books where I, we've read some of them for book club where i've been like what the fuck <laughs> um and yeah. we've had to talk about it in book club about how we didn't find certain things appropriate. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do <laughs> find like with older spell books um, comparatively to the um, to most recent ones, I feel like older spell books are they're very simple, and that's what spells typically are. They're just something simple that we do. Um, but instead, you know, thanks to TikTok and things like oh. that, like people like overdo like the ingredients overdo the things they feel like they have to do for spell work and um i don't so know eggshell kind of is back. actually not a catch-all tiktok <laughs> salt not a catch-all let's all just <laughs> relax <laughs> um 100 <laughs> percent let's but. just relax uh i mean we've talked about this in discord a million times but mm-hmm. it is something that perpetually frustrates me we're gonna say 
Yeah. Is correspondence has correspondence for a reason. If, mm-hmm. Even if that's personal course like upg right mm-hmm. and i do get a little frustrated when certain ingredients get used as catch-alls because i just want to be like and why why are you using that in every single spell what is the reason behind it explain exactly. it to me <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah <laughs> that makes sense i just i feel like that's part of the whole like people using as many ingredients as possible especially if it's like aesthetically pleasing sure yeah i totally agree yeah um well, you know, like we were talking on the Discord, maybe, I, I don't know, I think it was last month, we were talking about the um, um, cord cutting and people using candles in lieu of thousand actual percent. scissors. And yeah. I feel like people overdo the candles when like just a simple scissors would be way more effective because it's putting you into the cutting thing yep. and not just watching it from... Uh, An outsider's third party perspective. Yeah. I feel like the cord cutting is such a great example of when the internet fails us because aesthetically reason, like the aesthetic reasoning behind using two candles, 12 out of 10. They're beautiful. I love watching it. You love watching it. Who doesn't love watching it? Right. Mm -hmm. But it's the paradox where people think that they need to put everything onto the internet to somehow make it valid. And First of all, I don't think active spell work should be posted on the internet at all. That's my personal opinion. It's okay if you disagree. Um, I don't think you shouldn't, like, you can't put spell work on the internet. I just wouldn't put active spell work on the internet. Um, Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're doing the two candles with the sole intention of posting it on the internet, in my my experience, there is a bit of a problem with that. But regardless. Mm -hmm. And then you you do it that way and you're totally out of control of a spell that you're specifically trying to be in control of the situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that the two candle cord cutting spells are better to interpret the connection that you have with this person mm-hmm. rather than it's actually like trying to sever the tie. Exactly. Yeah. That's my opinion. It's okay if you disagree. Um, but yeah, it, to me, it's really creates that, I don't know, that struggling balance of like why are you doing it this way (laughs) because it looks good (laughs) but anyways um i do want to go back to my previous statement about like books being dumbed down because of how much explaining that they do i just i feel like um when we're telling people to um i don't know just like very Of course you would do that next. Like, you know, like, (laughs) yeah. Um, Uh, One of the books that we read recently, not going to name the book, but a few of our listeners um, or listeners, a few of our members, our discord members listened to the book Mm -hmm. and several times within the book, the audio narrator was like, Mm -hmm. if you need a moment to pause the audio and write this down, it's like, no shit. (laughs) You don't need to actually say that. Like (laughs) the person sat there like listening to the audio going, Oh, I should write it down. (laughs) If Mm -hmm. only. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I feel like also if we explain too much, like explain too much, it takes kind of like, where we don't do our practices for ourselves instead we're doing someone else's practice you know what Uh i mean because i do feel like spells should be made for like if you take a spell from a spell book and you make it your own if you're not making it your own and you're following it step by step you're removing like the most important 
component component yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. No. Yeah. Well, on that um deliriously uh emo note, uh I think that's the end of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness thank you guys so much for joining us this week for coffee talk we hope to see you next week for our regular episodes you can check out our website for links to our submission forms or you can shoot us an email at submissions of coffee to tell us any ghost stories witchy stories tips or topics that you think the community would love to hear and as always, if you enjoy Coffee and Cauldrons, please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to support us directly, consider joining us on Patreon, where we share your articles, a special part two exclusive episode, have a spell of the month box, and we have a Discord that has yes. so many fun events and amazing people. Like, you should definitely come join us. Yes, we would love to have you there. We, yeah. we have a very good crew. <laughs> We do. All right. With that being said, everyone, thank you for being here. Bye. Bye.